Oh. Welcome to Fight Boys. Oh. oh, wait, sorry. Wrong show. What does this It's not even that show. <laughs> That's not how we start this show. I'm sorry. You're right. Welcome, welcome dear readers, to the Queasel Corp. Shit. What has happened to you? You used to be a professional. You used to... Used to be a contender. You're right. It is. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, the experimental prototype podcast. Fuck! Fuck! Damn it! I'm sorry. There's just so many nowadays. So many that can be checked out on a load of purebs.com. But you know something, Blake Tanner? I think I know what you want. I think I know what the people want. I think I know what everybody wants. It is a little bit of that. Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time, it's time for a load. I said, oh, let me test something about a load. I said, a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, oh. a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I am talking about he. The B to the L-A-K-E. That's right. It's Blake Tanner. And let me tell you something, Scotty. If you don't <laughs> listen to the words of Blake Tanner and the S, Scotty Moore, then you're going to be burning in hell like a bit of Popeye's fried chicken. What the fuck was that? What just I don't happened? know. You just turned into the. You turned into a, a very bad priest, but also a sponsored priest. Well, ladies actually, and gentlemen, if you some... turn to John three sixteen in your Bibles, and then after church, maybe if you'd like to stop by another church, Church's Chicken on Fifth Street, stop by, baby. Now, but that ain't gonna compare to anything that the Colonel's gonna offer you. Every week he's he's sponsored by it's a different chicken place. <laughs> Every week he because let me out. tell you, wings around the clock, baby. I mean, they ain't all the way around the clock. They had to close, but you know what? They have to yeah, rest I mean, on the Lord's day. These motherfuckers close at nine, but it's okay. <laughs> no. Hold on, wait, one one week he comes out, like every other time he loves the chicken restaurant, but one time he just comes out and like, alright, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something right now, I love Jesus Christ as much as the next man, but can fucking Chick-fil-A open on a damn Sunday for one? I swear to God, I ain't never had the cravings for chicken more than I had the cravings for Chick-fil-A on a just damn Sunday, I swear they don't have honey mustard days. like that anywhere except for in the good lord's palace in heaven. <laughs> the only way you go get Chick-fil-A on a Sunday is when you enter those pearly gates. And you'll know it's a Sunday when St. Peter looks upon you and he says, my boy, my boy here is your Chick-fil-A. <gasps> That's why they're not open. That's, what, That's why yeah. they're not open on Sundays. Exclusively closed on Sunday for the Lord's Day so they could serve in heaven. Exactly! That's why they're closed on Sunday, is so they're, op they're open in heaven. They send oh, their employees to heaven for a day. <laughs> oh, the souls of the earthbound Chick-fil-A's just rise slowly and gracefully. I thought you were about oh. to say the earthbound chickens, which I like to think are also ha is also happening. There are chickens oh, yes. rising up with them. Oh yes, the I it's very it's very gruesome actually. Like you have to use chicken souls to get like heaven chicken, so uh -huh. it's just it's just putting them through the same process over and over again. Yeah. Dude, this is Dark Souls Four. Sounds really weird if this is what's going on in it. <laughs> oh yeah, um the. <laughs> One of the main characters that's not that's not you is just this dude that sits in the middle of a huge congregation screaming about chicken. He screams about that chicken, baby! Let me tell, Let you, me tell you something. You. 
I'm gonna send you on a quest, boy, and you're gonna find me the rideable chicken. The rideable, the rideable chicken. <laughs> it's a big. Some people call it a chickaboo. <laughs> the chickaboo. And I like to think it is still the size of a normal chicken. So in this game, you are riding a super fucking tiny chicken. And you're just like, I've brought it back to you, sir. Excellent. Now slaughter it in front of me. What? <laughs> After all that work? I want you to do it. Because it's going to be like a, a Legend of Zelda game where if you attack the chickens, then thousands of chickens just maul you to death oh shit i was gonna say that the reason why he wanted this specific the rideable chicken and he wants you to kill it so he can eat it is because could you just imagine the thighs off that bird from having to fucking carry you for so long it's just like so fucking muscly juicy I'm you mean how they how they'd be tougher than a bit of popeye's fried chicken that was deep fried in hell for three centuries mm. Yeah, let's be honest. If uh, if Chick Fil A is the Lord's chicken, Popeyes is definitely the Devil's chicken. If Little Nicky <laughs> taught me anything, Popeyes is the Devil's chicken. It's good as hell. Oh, That's how you know. It's good as hell. It's good as hell. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, Chick Fil A's chicken is heavenly. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Chicken Buns with the BS. <laughs> so wait, what does that make KFC? Does that make KFC like chicken purgatory? <laughs> KFC is the chicken of the people. It is of the earth. It chicken is of a the earth. Speaking of, did you see so, the weird did you see the weird way KFC is training their employees yes, now? You did send me that video. <laughs> I'm the I'm the colonel. I'm not gonna let you out until you make my chicken right. You hear me, boy? <laughs> it's like this horrifying fucking Bioshock game, except with the colonel instead of like Big Daddy or whatever. And he's just like, "All right, we're in virtual reality, and I'm gonna need you to make my perfect chicken, boy." <laughs> I don't think that you've ever played a Bioshock game. <laughs> Wait, no, I meant Big Daddy's chicken. I don't know what you're talking about. Big Daddy's Chicken, Bioshock exclusive DLC, 12 years after the game released. Big Daddy's Chicken, baby! Oh, God. Well, Does he have a name? Does our chicken priest have a name? Um, go, oh, jeez, man. I don't know how we're going to work this phrase in. But I just came up with the word cluckled, and I don't know what it means, but I want it. Dr. Andrew Cluckled. Dr. Andrew Cluckled! Oh my god. Oh. He loves getting clucked. Like, oh. What are you talking about? I cluck <laughs> everybody! You're a filthy cluck. Do you want to get clucked? clucked? Come to Dr. Andrew Cluckles. My name is Dr. Andrew Cluckles. Get clucked. Oh, so anyways, how's your week been, buddy? That was a solid seven minutes on Dr. Andrew Cluckled. I honestly think that the last seven minutes has been the high point of my week. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I think it's just nothing can compare to Dr. Cluckle. Dr. Cluckled. <laughs> He's the, a man of the people. Now, uh, if you cluckled, if you cluckled someone, does that mean you eat a bucket of chicken while they watch? Um, no, you, to cluckled somebody, you have to, uh, come upon two people eating a bucket of chicken and then, like, kind of cut in. Okay. And just like push one person out and eat their chicken. So it's <laughs> while they watch. I don't think it needs to be two oh, exactly. people. I, no, no, no. Here's what it is. It's whether you're at a KFC or wherever, they start to hand over the big bucket of chicken. You run in, grab it, and then eat it and make force them to watch you yeah. eat their chicken. That's how you get clucked. Basically and... any any act of stealing a motherfucker's chicken, <laughs> which will warrant deadly force. You know you just came up with the Urban Dictionary definition of cluckolding, which is 
any stealing of a motherfucker's chicken. <laughs> Motherfucker is very important oh, for the beautiful. definition. You just come up on this good motherfucker here. He's trying to get his chicken from KFC, from Popeyes, from churches, from wherever. And he found one of the pop. Now he found one of the Popeyes that'll actually do the strip spicy. Cause some of the Popeyes won't do the strip spicy. He found a good Popeyes, no. and then you come up he on drove, that motherfucker. He drove 15 extra minutes to get those spicy strip strips. 15 <laughs> and, minutes, motherfucker. And you just run up and clock hold him. You take his chicken. Now, like, I heard some people actually enjoy getting cluckolded, though. Like, they'll actually, like, film oh. someone eating their chicken. Oh, yeah. It's pretty, oh, it's some a pretty people, deep kink. I'm just saying. Some people get their jollies off of that. Some people, even weirder, some people like to just, like, watch from the closet as somebody cuckold somebody else. Wait, what? You mean cluckled? You, you you just watch somebody cluckle them. Oh, okay. You, just, you gotta you watch somebody get cluckolded. Oh wait, so you're watching a different person who's getting cluckolded. Uh -huh. So you're get you're cuckolding the cluckolding. So you're like, I wish I was the one getting cluckolded. No, no, no uh, I think that's called voyeurism. <laughs> no, this is cluckoldception. Is what we've come up with. It's cluckolding within cluckolding. <laughs> It's just a it's just a massive ring of cluckles. It's a massive ring of cluck. Oh god, we're getting all clucked up in here. Scotty, we spent twelve minutes talking about chicken. I was just gonna chicken. say we're we're reaching max cluck old right now, and I'm gonna need you to talk about your wig. Okay, so the biggest thing that happened in my week was a couple of days ago. Okay. Uh, I was just at the gas station. Okay. Uh, I was filling up, and I looked over, and I saw the only other car that was at the station. Right. And I saw two well-dressed gentlemen get out, and I was like, hey, those guys look like they just came from, like, the office or something. They're in their, like, uh, black slacks, white button-down shirts. Both of them are in, have these same color black to Oh, shit. Mormons. Oh, no! Because I noticed, oh, look at their cute little backpack. Oh, shit. One of them was carrying a bucket of chicken, which was the scariest part. One of, yeah. Um, and it just had LDS chicken. <laughs> LDS chicken? Um, yeah. Oh. I mean, so, it's, not, it's not as bad as, because I remember when I lived in Birmingham. I'm not done yet, worse. though. It got a little bit worse. Oh, my God. Um, okay. As I was looking at these gentlemen, I didn't realize that maybe I was staring a little bit because I'd made eye contact with one of them. Oh, no. And you know what making eye contact with a Mormon gentleman is? That's like You've invited them in to your home like a vampire, <laughs> and they will not leave until you have been sucked dry by the word of God. The Mormon coven has accepted you as one of their own. <laughs> um, to which, like, I didn't know if he was gonna come over because he was still filling up. But, um, we smiled at each other. I wasn't finished filling my car up. I stopped immediately and I ran into the gas station. Wait, what? You I didn't run, but I made it. I hastily made my way into the gas station. It was a peppy jaunt away from the Mormons. And I hid in the bathroom for 10 minutes. Jesus Christ, Blake Tanner. And when I came back, there was an LDS pamphlet on my hood. No. This is like the weirdest horror story of all time. <laughs> and so now they're watching me, Scotty. I know what you are. Porcelain skin. Perfect hair. A black backpack full of LDS pamphlets. <laughs> I know what you are. It's over. Say it out loud. Mormon. Mormons. Are you scared? Run, everybody. No. Oh my god, I really want to write the fucking Mormon version of Twilight now.
They already have that. It's called the Book of Mormon. <laughs> I can smell your blood. Wait. Now, everybody in my congregation, I have some disturbing news. <laughs> Mormons have been sighted in our great community, taking part in our chicken, our chicken. lifestyle. One dude in They've the front been row. Of one dude in the front row is like they're taking our chicken and eating it. Oh God, that's so hot. I mean, you're right, Pastor. They took yeah. <laughs> they have been partaking of the sacred Chick Fil A. The sacred Chick Fil A on a Sunday. They opened it on they, a Sunday. They purchased no. They purchased oh. it on a Saturday and heated it up on a Sunday. It's still blasphemy. Oh, at that point. Like there would be a cliche old lady just falling over in the pew. <laughs> Passing out. Just like <gasps> people going crazy. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I mean, well, it's like when we, when I lived in Birmingham, I would go out, not, I wouldn't call it downtown, probably like the outskirts of Birmingham. I would go out and like go to KFC or something. And this is not even connected to the cluck holding bit, I, but I would go to KFC because <laughs> I like KFC. And I just remember being good. in the drive-thru one day, and they weren't in a car. They weren't on bikes. They just kind of came out of the woods like werewolves. And it was two, two members of the Church of Latter-day Saints in their black backpacks, white shirt, black tie. And I'm like, it's 1030 p.m. What the fuck are you doing right now? First of all, I really like that you avoided using the word Mormon as if it were like a horrendous slur. <laughs> well, no, I feel like we've said Mormon a lot, and I'm like, as an author, I want to find other words to use to describe them. Them lids. <laughs> the lids. Them lids. Yeah, you think... LSD backwards. You think that... No, not back... Okay. It's a little mixed up, but okay. Ba LS de LS dyslexic. You think the hat store in the mall lids is actually about hats? No, it's actually a secret sect mm. for the for the Mormons. It's uh latter I day saints. They the eye is silent. The International Day Saints. <laughs> yes, the um, latter International Day Saints. <laughs> they were actually the first sect of Mormonism to come out and say, Hey guys, black people are okay now. <laughs> Damn, Blake, the harshness. No, they were the first sect if to come out and be like, yo, dog, we can make hats mm -hmm. for you. Is that cool? And we're like, yeah, man, awesome. Uh, no, seriously, I don't know of any more recent religion that's just been like, hey, you know this entire ethnic group? Is this um, a real thing? Yeah, they're bad. Oh, yes. One of like the some of the original stuff of the Book of Mormon was like, the reason that Native Americans had red skin was because they fought against God. And the reason that people had white skin was because they fought for God. And the reason that people had uh, black skin was because they did nothing. What? That's the lamest ending to that. I was like, their yep. skin is stained red with the blood of the angels. Our sin, our skin is white and pure. Black people, I don't know. They, fuck it. I don't know what they did. Um, I guess they just it was basically. Yeah, they were just the people that were neutral in whatever war this was in the Mormon books. And so God was like, hey, you guys suck. Hey, Mormons on YouTube now. and listening to us on podcasting apps. Um, at Blake no, no. on Twitter. It's fine. How accurate it's is fine this? now. It's fine now because the church came out and said, "Hey, we're good now. Everybody's cool. Everybody's cool." It was this just like, "Y'all, that was kind of fucked up. Our bad." Uh, I've actually I've looked this up more, but I first learned about it from South Park many years oh, ago. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. So let's see. Um, Chick Fil A lovers. Every sect of Christianity, Mormons, um, people, Popeyes who don't serve spicy strips. I'm just listing off the groups we've offended just in segment one. Oh, they can deal with it. They can deal with it. I'm sure Fuck they'll it. be fine. 
I'm sure they'll be fine. Look, we did not... We... We did nothing to alienate the Chick-fil-A crowd. I have to take you up on that. Wait, what? Oh, offending the Chick-fil-A crowd? We, we did nothing to do to offend the Chick-fil-A crowd. We, and look. We did nothing. If you don't serve spicy strips, you fucking deserve it. <laughs> no, my favorite part about that was you got the sassy woman head nod at the end of it. You were just like, look, if you don't serve motherfucking spicy strips, you deserve it. You deserve it, motherfucker. You deserve every bit of it. You turned every into a bit. human bobblehead for a moment. Motherfucker. Let me tell you some shit. I'm not... You chicken's not even worth stealing. <laughs> motherfucker, let me tell you a little something about Popeye's chicken. You don't put that spices on there? Your shit ain't even worth stealing. Taken. I wouldn't cluck old anybody with your motherfucking chicken, Popeyes. <laughs> what kind of trash suburb is this Popeyes in if you don't sell suburb? spicy strips? You know I can go... Nope, I'm gonna cut that. I was about to go pretty bad with... <laughs> oh, I'm really glad you did, because we're getting close to that red line, I think. We're getting close the to the red The arbitrary red line that I draw. Oh, you mean the line where I have to just slowly be like, hey guys, uh, patreon.com slash a load of BS. Head on over to patreon.com. It's, it's one of the only websites where you can support these good, because I know how much you guys want to support us right now. Go over to patreon.com slash a load of BS and support us. It's a monthly payment. It helps us out whether it be a dollar, 50 cents, $500, however much you want to give. It helps out tremendously. And of course, we do have perks over there for you. We do have the weekly BS rev up that goes up every week, kind of. I definitely, because of Dragon Con, forgot to upload one last week. So, hey, patrons, you got two whole rev ups. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, it gives you access to that. It's the show before the show where me and Blake Tanner talk shit for a while. Um, not anything good and cluckold relating, but otherwise, it's pretty great. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we do have perks at specific dollar levels. So if you donate a dollar, you get shouted out on the podcast, like Megan Bolden, like the Patreon Saint, Deborah Moore, like Scott Moore, like all of the greats. Um, of course, for $5, you get motivational videos sent to you every single week from me or the B just helping you get through the week. Because we know how hard it is out there. It's hard out there. For you <laughs> and so we are here to give you inspiration we will send you videos of us eating chicken wings and staring down the camera and be like these are your chicken wings i know you wanted these but now i'm eating them and you can just cluck old off to them mm -hmm. and then and if you want to give to us and you feel it out of the joy and kindness of your heart Please feel it as we pass. Feel it. as we pass the plates around. Give whatever you can. Ones, twenties, quarters, chicken nuggets. And the plates are full of chicken. You can take as much as you want. Take, <laughs> leave a nugget. Take a nugget. Take, take a nugget. Leave a nugget. Take a nugget. And of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the biggest level you can donate is the B. S booty box. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a monthly subscription where I design a brand new shirt every single month. We ship it out to you guys free of charge. Whatever design we come up with, uh, we just had the Rick and Morty shirt come out, and we do not have a cease and desist yet. So, if you want that, I don't know. Just get the BS booty oh. box by going over to Patreon.com/slash a load of BS. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, you know, really quickly, if anything, I don't think the Rick and Morty shirt's the one you gotta worry about a cease and desist on after seeing Opposite Attraction's most recent oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I do have a new podcast with my buddy Jim Murphy. It's called Opposite Attractions. And basically, the premise of the show is me and him try to make our own theme park. It's all very theme park centric because we love Disney World, we love Universal. And our latest shirt, I doubled down, Blake Tanner. I doubled down on possibly getting a cease and desist because uh, uh, apparently Jim couldn't get the Twitter account at Opposite Attractions 
or Opposite Attractions show, so he shortened it to Op At Show. So O P P A T T S H O W. And so I've started the hashtag for the show Down with O P P. So you down with O P P? Yeah, you fucking know me. Uh, and so that's what our first shirt is. Mm. It just says Down with O P P. So Naughty by Nature already has a very good lawsuit against us. However, I did double down by at the bottom of it having literally just a fucking Mickey Mouse hat. That's all. It is a Mickey Mouse hat. Only difference is there's a bite taken out of one of the ears. And I drew me as Mickey Mouse on it. Fucking, we're getting sued. I did. I did. Oh, I did tell you the story of I went to my dad and I showed him the Rick and Morty shirt, and he was just like, "Well, son, let me tell you something. That might get you one of them cease and desist, bring you some attention to the show." <laughs> and I was like, "That's not how shit works, Dad." He's like, "Yeah, man, you gonna get some attention on the show if you get that cease and desist." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Any publicity. It's good publicity, huh? It's like, yeah, all, <laughs> all publicity. Right, oh. All, look, bad news is all news is good news. I'm just saying, baby. Uh, I know somebody who can tell you all about that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, we all know who it is. <laughs> we all know. Oh, uh, well, hold on. My personal favorite moment of us talking shit about people getting cease and desist is I am definitely wearing a Young Buck shirt right now. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely know about people getting cease and desist. Um, yep. So uh, uh, you got attacked by Mormons. Any other oh, stories from your week? Yep. Um. Oh, shit. How did we fill up that whole segment with chicken and Mormons? I was just saying, you want to know how we filled up that segment? Fucking cluckolding. That's how we filled up the segment, like Tanner. Uh, okay. So another fun thing that happened. Yeah. Scotty, you know what Elf on the Shelf is, right? Yes. It's the crit. I never. We never did it at my house, but it's the Christmas thing. Well, no. Where there's an elf about. Yeah. And then you hide him, or the p- parentals hide him. And then the next day, the kids find him. I think is that the plot. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing is this little dude is supposed to be watching you and, like, directly reporting back to the big man in red in the North Pole. Oh, okay. Um, Satan. Santa. Satan. What? Satan. Um, and so they've taken that to a whole new fucking level now, Scotty. Okay. With the brand new Santa cam. What? Scotty, this is a... Okay, everything I'm about to describe is in air quotes. This is a camera (laughs) that... (laughs) Camera. um, Camera that that sends a direct live feed of wherever you put this damn thing up, in your living room, in your kid's room, to Santa Claus. So motherfucker can see you <laughs> when you're sleeping. <laughs> no, when you're awake. I understand. He knows. It's a good concept. <laughs> it is a very fun, like, hey, Santa's watching. But it is also like, hey, Santa, I have my dick out right now. Maybe don't be watching the camera, you fucking freak. Or do. Do it, Santa. Watch. Dude, come on. San- I fucking dare you, Santa. I dare you. dare you. Pull that shit out. Watch it. So, uh, mm-hmm. what the fuck? How did you find out? Do you <laughs> own one of these now? Did Well, I was about to say well, that they put that in your brother's room, that I remembered your brother's, the, like, 16. Yeah. Well, I found out because there was one on our kitchen table when I got home the other day, and I found out that uh, my my mom, who's a teacher, okay. is going to take it to her classroom. Um, because she teaches first grade. Oh, thank God! I thought you were about to be like she's gonna take it to her eleventh graders and be like, "This motherfucker's no. watching you. Don't you cheat?" <laughs> I would like to say I really need to stress the fact that none of these are real cameras. Yeah. Uh, no, I've had stuff like, like that before. Like, uh, I used mm-hmm. to go to like the novelty shops where they would sell the fake camera you put up in your 
house basically to fool burglars into thinking you have a camera system set up. Exactly. Except now you can put your Santa cam out there, and then a burglar's coming up. Oh, I'm going to break into this house. Oh, no, it's the big man's going to see me. Santa's going to see me. Oh, I don't want to get Cole again. Santa's going to know I've been naughty. (laughs) Actually, most... Most chicken restaurants are installing Santa cams to catch cluck holders. No, damn it, Blair. I No, I, you have no idea how hard I've been holding back on the cluck holding joke. I'm like, new segment, new topics. Don't bring it back up. But damn it, cluck holding. It's just, it's the it's, overarching it's, theme of this episode. Artistically. Oh, it's almost as if I, I cluck holded you. <laughs> In the future... There are going to be, like, classes on podcasting, and this episode will be studied. And they'll be like, well, we want you to discuss the overarching themes. I want you to discuss the concepts behind it. Theme! Cluckholding! Underlined! (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) Cluckholding. Cluckholding. That's gonna be the episode's name, isn't it? Motherfucker, yes. Like... I didn't want to say it. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll say something else that's hilarious along the way. I don't want to, you know, box us into cluck holding, <laughs> but it's cluck holding. It's not definitely not not <laughs> cluck holding. Uh, it just yep. We gotta hit a real gem later on. Oh man, but Santa cams. Um, if you want to get a little bit closer to 1984, like America has been slowly inching towards over the last few year, over the last year, over since Jan, over since last November. Yeah. Get a Santa cam. Get you Santa cam. All right. So we have Santa cam you know, and Mormons, and you've had a. I have a week. Santa cam in my office, and it's <laughs> great. It's a great cam. It, no. he, see, the big man knows. Dude, I'm a good say, boy. He totally believes it's going to Santa. He's just like, Melania put this up. It's phenomenal. I don't want the fake news going to Santa and telling them, telling him that, you know, I've done these horrible things. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I installed a Santa cam so Santa will know that I've been a good boy this year. <laughs> and then Melania pets him. It zooms in on the Santa cam. Yeah. Yep. But it zooms in on the Santa cam, and then you see, like, those fake-as-shit radio transmissions as we zoom out on the Earth, and it zooms back in, and you see, uh, you see a picture of a malicious-looking Vladimir Putin just looking. Da! Santa da. Claus, da. ho, ho, ho. No, no, then, 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 hold on, pans back what? up, down on the White House, uh, press, everyone leaves the room, it's just Donald, reaches under the desk... Pulls out a bucket of chicken and stares into the camera and starts eating it. This is for you. I know you're watching. It's phenomenal, isn't it? I know you can't have this in Russia, it so pan- I'm eating all of it for you. <laughs> it pans. Then it pans back out and back in very closely into the home of one Barack Hussein Obama. And he's just like, this is some fucked up shit. What the fuck I happened? I remember when I had my chicken days. I just realized something. I mm-hmm. cluck-holded all of Dragon Con. <laughs> in a way. How'd you do that, buddy? <laughs> so, I was not with, <laughs> How'd you do that? It was not with chicken. I will say, at least begin it with this. It was not with chicken. But I did... Oh. So, here's what had happened. Firstly, uh... If you ever go to a convention on a diet, just know when you leave, you will no longer be on said diet. Because when I'm I'm back on my no-carb shit that's going to kill me one day. Uh, But trust me, the first day, I was like, "Mm, there's no place to get bacon, eggs, or butter. So I'm going to go to this Checkers and buy some fries with with, uh, cheese and shit all over it. Um... (laughs) But then the second day, I... Sir, we don't really sell cheese. Um, so, I don't know what you want me to do. It's all right. I brought my own. It's okay. I'm just going to throw some of... stuff on here. I need you to watch me while I do it. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I went to this pizza place, and they had all right looking pizza. and it was, But it was like thick, at, thick with two C's pizza. Like mm. thick crust pizza. It was like 
pizza toppings I, atop a pillow. I know that's the kind of pizza. Yeah, I know that's the kind of pizza that you hate, too, because you like thin crust. Oh, I love thin crust, but I'm like, I'll eat it. It's fine. And so I get two slices of it, cover it in my parm and all the good shit. And I was looking, don't try to get a table at Dragon Con. Don't get, try and just either stand or do what I did at Disney World and I did there, which is post up on a trash can and just eat your food off the trash can. So good call. I was doing this and I'm eating my pizza and then one person just walks by me, looks down at the pizza, looks back up at me and just goes, and then just keeps walking. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? And then a second person, a few minutes. Oh, that's good pizza. Oh, oh baby, you keep your chew. Oh. Oh, cover oh, it in parm. Chew. Cover it in parm. Um, second oh, look person. look at that parm. <laughs> Money shots. Another person walks by and just goes, damn, dude, that's a fine-looking pizza, right? Each This was basically Jules from Pulp Fiction, just like, that is one delicious-looking slice of pizza. And I'm like, thank you. I got more compliments in that five-minute span on my piece of pizza than certain cosplayers got for their entire cosplay. It was insane. <laughs> And so the big finale you know, of it all was a woman walks by, looks at the pizza, looks at me, slams her hands on the fucking trash can and goes, where did you get that? And I'm like, just what? Put it in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, just go this way no. and turn left. And she's like, thank you so much. And then just walked on. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> My pizza is like holy pizza. People love pizza that mouth. damn pizza. Pizza mouth. Oh, <laughs> also pizza. Also, I think I'm a superhero now. Because what? Why? Because you can tell people where pizza is. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, no. What does every great film about a superhero have in common? There's pizza? something. No, pizza. No, what? I okay. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna have to specify. What does every great Marvel comic book film have in common? Um, fuck me. Is it some? Uh, is it a love interest that ranges from robotic to amazing? <laughs> no, 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 no. Think smaller, smaller scale. Something. Uh, you know. It probably wouldn't be in the syn it wouldn't be in the synopsis of the movie, but it may be in the uh, cast listing. Oh Jesus Christ! Nick Fury? No, no, you're close though. It's someone else who's in all of these fucking movies. Oh shit! Who else is in all the movies? Stan Lee. Yes, motherfucker! Every great superhero oh. film has a Stan Lee cameo, oh. and my life now has that. I have that. I was leaving drag like one of the rooms for Dragon Con and I walk out and I get shoved back by police and they're just like, get out of the way, clear the area right now. And I'm like, someone just fucking died. I need to back up. Some shit just went down. At which point I see security walking and this tiny Stan Lee in a motorized cart walking by like just scooting on by and i just went did i just have a real life stan lee cameo holy fucking shit oh my dad got his autograph when he was young he says it was one of the most defining moments of his childhood <laughs> well uh i would have got his autograph if i had five thousand dollars but no i'm good um Stanley is 94 years old. Jesus Christ, really? This man is just such a beautiful enduring soul. Um I also got speaking oh, of Marvel movies, I would I got give up to, 10 uh, years of my life just for him to have more. 
<laughs> I got to uh, meet the guy who wrote Doctor Strange, and instead of being like, I, I talked about this on Scotch Talk on the YouTube channel too, but instead of being like, hey, man, I'm an author too, can we talk about writing theory and stuff? I walked up to him and said, hey man, if we hang out at a bar, I'll buy you Scotch. And he went, hell yeah, then we parted ways, never to meet again. <laughs> like I was like, well shit, okay Cargill, fine. Uh, okay, which was it? There were three kind of people that worked on the screenplay. Was He was the long-haired one, right? It was C. Robert Cargill, yes. Yeah, that was the long-haired one. Uh-huh. Yeah, Cargill's a badass. Like, Aww. And, uh, yeah. He I also got to hang out with uh, a few friends who I never got to see, never get to see in Diamond Club, and see them all get so fucked up. I made someone... The only reason... Uh-huh. Well, the only reason that I'm sad that I didn't go to Dragon Con was that I didn't get a chance to drink at Dragon Con. Yeah, it's insane. I got... <laughs> the first night, I was still trying to maintain eating no carbs, and so I was just like, where can I get something that's no carbs? And then I looked down, I'm like, the only place is a Hooters. And I just look at the guys, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a hard sell. Guys, you want to go to Hooters? And they're like, what the fuck? Really? And I'm like, might as well. And they're like, Ugh. okay. I've heard the wings are shitty, but okay, let's go. We go. Um, uh, Approximately four of them are like, fuck yes, this is awesome. Fifth one threw up in the bathroom, and it was the funniest moment of the entire Dragon Con weekend. <laughs> like, I believe, uh, I mean, I firstly, just... we call them Hooters now. Secondly, the one of the, my favorite quotes was, if you're gonna get sick in a bathroom somewhere, the funniest place to get sick at is a Hooters. So fuck yes on you. I would just like to say, if you do go to Hooters for the wings, then you will be burning. You gonna be burning get deep fryers of hell. Oh man! If you eat that stained chicken, hey, I ate a shit ton of Hooters chicken, dude. I did not care. I was like, let's do this shit. <laughs> it's the Oh. Also, my favorite You're thing... You're eating meat from the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, my favorite thing about... Yep. Uh, my favorite thing about Dragon Con, though, is there's always one moment of culture shock where you slowly realize, oh, shit, I'm at Dragon Con. This is why this is happening. Because the first thing I went to, I didn't go to, like, Dragon Con, like, the actual convention. I didn't go to any of that. We all met up at, like... Um, it was... Uh, I think it was a... Damn it. Why can't I remember the name? Brock Lesnar's Sandwich Shop. That's all I, that you know, Jimmy John. There we go. The Jimmy John's. Thank you. We met up at a Jimmy John's. Also, it was a Quiznos. This shows how fucked up I got that week this weekend. Um, if you're eating at Quiznos, I didn't eat there. Jimmy John's. I did not eat there. This is where oh, okay. I, this is Never where mind. I met up with people. And this is where Never my mind, I'm satiated. This is where my Dragon Con culture shock happened. Because we were just all talking about, you know, random shit. And then from a table over, I just hear, yeah, man, he had like a mega Charizard. It was really weird. But then this guy came up with his Squirtle and he was like, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I look over and I'm like, oh, wait, we're at Dragon Con. That's why this is yeah. happening. Oh, that's just a that's such a real interesting conversation to be to be a part oh, of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Dragon Con is always a fun weekend. Because it's like half school because like there's I went to a lot of podcasting and uh, search engine SEO stuff and uh, that was the first half of the day. Second half of the day is just getting fucking destroyed and that's it. Uh, I also had, uh, I guess since we discussed the happiest moments, I do need to discuss the one saddest moment which is I went to the shittiest bar of all time which was the uh, Hilton Bar. And I had the saddest moment, which was they had a bottle of Lagavulin, and I went, oh my god, that's Lagavulin. Guys, guys, I need Lagavulin. Guys, that's my favorite scotch. Oh my god, guys. And then uh, the after literally like, after literally like an hour, the bartender came over to me. Man, what can I get you? I was like, how much for a glass of Lagavulin? He goes, $25. And then I look down, Oof. look back up, and just solemnly go, Give me Diet Pepsi and your cheapest bourbon, and then turn away like a bitch. 
Uh, and if you want me... Damn! If you want me to be able to afford Lagavulin and all of those good scotches, ladies and gentlemen, head over to merch.alotapurebs.com and pick you up a shirt. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.alotapurebs.com is your one-stop shop for all of the great BS Network programs, whether that be Fight Boys, Opposite Attractions. I'll actually put up just today some designs for our YouTube shows. So, if you like Scotch Talk, you can get a Scotch Talk shirt on the website now. If you like bad examples, we got shirts for that. We got shirts for everything over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, including merch for the fight bo- or shit, for a load of pure- Damn it. You know, it was a joke when I opened the show with that joke. That was not a joke. We, but we do have shirts for a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I, love, I do too many shows now, Blake. It's bad. Um, we have shirts for uh, a load of BS. At least you're only remember, forgetting to remember the shows that we're both on. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, of course, we do have shirts for a load of BS over there. We do have the... Uh, We've got the Rick and Morty shirt. We have last month's shirt. We have a ton of shirts over there for you guys. Pick one out. Get you one. It's all phenomenal over at a load of pure BS.com in the merchandise section. Dude, what the fuck? That might have been the worst merch plug I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) The first one I was ever just like broke down in the middle of. Oh, man. No, I told you. I got to hang out with, like, uh, one of my big podcasting inspirations and one of the reasons why I started A Load of BS is... And basically the formula for what A Load of BS was originally was ripped directly from Night Attack, my buddy Brian's show. And I went and talked to Brian, and I was just like, hey, man. He goes, how are you doing? I was like, ah, good. I'm doing, like, four podcasts now. And he goes, Why? <laughs> Like he was like, "What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm just I I have a lot of time now." Um, well, yeah, yeah, it happens. Also, um, Blake Tanner, I uh, I have a mission. I'm on a mission from God. Oh boy. Um, and this is, is what's it bad. To get chicken. <laughs> it's a it's a chicken mission from God. Um, no, no, no. Um, the other day, my mom looks at me and goes, are you still ordained? Because in high school, I got bored. Oh, no. And it's not hard to get ordained as a minister. So I did. So that happened. So I was an ordained minister in the Church of the Jedi for about three years. It's probably gone now. And I go, I don't know. It's probably gone. Why? And she goes, well... You know, your Aunt Trisha's getting married soon, and they need someone to officiate the wedding. And I was like, fuck the hell yes. I will do it for free. All I, In fact, and then I immediately pull out my phone, in case you guys are wondering how long it takes to get officiated as a minister. Five seconds, maybe. Meanwhile, I believe Blake Tanner is currently going to get officiated as a minister right now. Um, I'm filling in the form as we speak. (laughs) Uh, I went through United Life Church. You can go through wherever you want. Uh, You have to pay like a little extra fee to get the packet of stuff so you can actually marry people. But I don't have to pay for that, which is now me leading to Blake Tanner. We have to craft, I guess. Well, no, no, no. I was going to say for me the worst marriage that I could possibly perform. But now since you're officiated, I guess we can do the official BS marriage ceremony. Wait, what are we marrying? Um, well, it's my, it's my aunt to her boyfriend, but I say it's just any two. Uh, this is now our advertisement. This is what you can expect, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh. Anybody that's listening, get your significant other right now. If you want to get married, apparently before you get married, you have to sit do it down. On a podcast. You have to sit down with the priest and discuss some stuff. This is what that is. Except we're not going to pay attention to you. Yep. You're going to listen to us talk. Now, um, well, see, all we need is for you to talk to us, and it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can talk back. We won't listen. <laughs> yeah, you guys say words. We're not going to listen to them. 
Uh, I, if you do talk, just I don't think you realize how podcasts work. But the one thing I did get upset about one thing legitimately. Um, I didn't realize uh, that the husband doesn't get a walk like the bride does. Apparently, husband just chills up there for so fucking yeah. long. I didn't realize that. He just I thought, pops up. He waits. I thought husband went up and people were like, fuck yeah, that's the husband. Then wife goes up and they're like, fuck yeah, that's the wife. No, they were just like, nah, husband, you're going to chill up there and wait for 45 minutes while standing. I'm like, can you give me a chair mm -hmm. perhaps? Um, mm. But the reason why I asked if the if the groom got to walk was because I personally also wanted to walk out as the priest in the beginning. I'm <laughs> just like long majestic robes and I pop out like glorious I won't give in I won't give in I'm like doing finger guns at people like yeah um, that is the best way to get murdered at a wedding ceremony by the bride Um, by the bride if you upstage the bride you will die no Blake Hell, Tanner in today's Blake day and Tanner. age if you upstage the bride and or groom you will die. We're not if you upstage the motherfucking shit. flower girl. We've only just die. begun. We've only just begun to scratch the surface. So I pop out. It's like, I came to play. <laughs> I'm like pointing to people. And then I take my position. Um, then groom comes out. Now what, what, how do we, we can't upstage groom. So what do, what does groom get to do? How does the groom he drives down in a fucking Ferrari? <laughs> yeah, um, there's a small section taken out of the back of the church where a Ferrari fucking oh, drives in. No, there's not. He crashes through the window. <laughs> yes. Um, and the front of the Ferrari. No, I'll do you one better. It's a fucking Thunderbird <laughs> with a giant Thunderbird across of it. And then in weird italic font, it just says, fuck yes, across the windshield. Fuck yeah. But no, Thunderbird. he's not inside the thunder Thunderbird, the hey. human, the car. No, I'm just going to carry him on my back. No, just no, no. Thunderbird crashes in in a Thunderbird. So you think it's him. So you know how like the flower girl is supposed to announce the coming of the bride? This is the announcement yeah. of the groom is uh, two thunderbirds through both the windows. The front of one says fuck, the front of the other one says yes. And then you look at the back of the church and there's the groom on top of a fucking horse. And he's like, "Yes." No, Bengal tiger. Oh. <laughs> he's atop a tiger. Rides it to the front. Now, can we just do like a, a grizzly bear? I don't know. I think you put some stripes on him. I was going to say, Blake Tanner, this is their one. This is their one ceremony. How dare you mock it by trying to give them a punk? Oh, an ass, elephant. Trying to give them a punk ass grizzly bear. They deserve a Bengal tiger no. for their love. A rhinoceros. Yes. One of those real extinct ones. One of those real extinct looking rhinoceroses. Now, um, the curious question I have is when the groom does get up to the front, does he stay mounted on the rhinoceros for the rest of the ceremony or does he climb down? No, he actually climbs down from the rhinoceros. Um, oh, that's he right. He slaps the rhinoceros' backside, uh, oh. and the rhinoceros charges out of the hole that it made. I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say that the rhinoceros was actually the best man the whole time. <laughs> so you're just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Um, okay. William, you've been such an influence on my life. You are my best friend, and I'm so glad you're here. No, during <laughs> during the fucking um. After party, I can't even remember what it's called right now. Uh, during that, you hear the ding, ding, ding. Reception. You look over at the rhinoceros. He is dinging on the glass. Like, hold on. My best man would like to make a speech. Everyone looks over. And then he, and then he keels over. Okay. So. Oh, you had a little bit too much to drink, Winston. So the groom is. So we've got the groom out. What happens next? I don't know what happens next in, in marriages. It, would it just be bride, or is there is, more? No, no, I think... 
fuck. Look, if we're going real bare bones, then you need like some ring bearers. Wait a minute. To come out. Hold on. And I just <laughs> yeah, I found out where we could do the bears. <laughs> no, the two Ferraris come in through the side. The groom rides down on a rhinoceros, and you're like, "Well, if we're doing this thing bare bones, you're just gonna want a few of these things." <laughs> like this is bare bones <laughs> wedding. Well, you're only going Ferraris if it's bare bones. Uh, the Thunderbirds are what really makes it. Yeah. Also, um, I don't. I'm fairly sure the ring bears are actual bears, which is why we couldn't use the grizzly bear from earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you need the two ring bears. The two ring bears. Um, who are just actual... The th- <laughs> now, 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 unfortunately, I don't know if my family has that much money, so uh, instead of getting the b- actual bears... Um, we've hired Nicolas Cage in a bear suit reprising his role from The Wicker Man. <laughs> so it still looks like a bear, but it's Nicolas Cage scurrying around. And so, like... I'm more curious about how it's cheaper to hire Nicolas Cage than it is two bears. <laughs> I love the idea that this whole time you don't realize it's Nicolas... Everyone's just like, that's a very good bear. That bear is very well behaved. <laughs> and then he walks over to the groom hands the groom the ring he the groom looks down thank you and then from within the bear suit you just hear you're welcome thank you so much <laughs> and it was like that's no bear runs. <laughs> then he runs out of the chapel just screaming i'm a bear i'm a bear i'm a bear, I'm a bear. you're welcome man let me tell you Killing me mirror. won't bring back your stupid bees. Oh man, I damn it! I really love the idea of the rhinoceros being the best man, but I kind of want Nicolas Cage in a bear suit to be the best man. Ladies and gentlemen, I've known Nick for years, and it's just phenomenal to see him with a lady that he loves so much. <laughs> it was like I thought he was a fucking bear. Roar! <laughs> I also love that Nicolas Cage is the best man to Nick. <laughs> no! It's Nicolas Cage getting married and then the second Nicolas Cage in a bear suit. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Nick. No problem, Nick. I'm a bear. Rawr. God, you know I love you so much, Nick. You're my best friend. Thank oh, you, thanks, Nick. Nick. Okay, so we have the two ring bears pop out. Uh, then our flower girl. Um, I kind of like the idea of the flower flower girl being a robot, and not a good robot. Like it's an RC car that someone has strapped two arms to, and the arms just kind of go down into a bucket of flowers and then rapidly fling back out. And that's the only way. Oh, it's a tiny shitty robot. <laughs> It, which is, of course, driven by Rick Moranis. <laughs> now, when you say driven, do you mean that this thing is a I mean, like, large enough vehicle to be piloted? Or Rick no, Moranis... No, no, I mean, he's got the control in his hand. <laughs> no, the no, RC no. control. <laughs> and I like the idea that he's sadly walking behind it. He's just like, oh, <sighs> damn it. And he's looking down, and people are like, is that Rick Moranis? Why is Rick Moranis here? He's doing nothing... To add to the ceremony, he's just slowly piloting this thing up. And now, uh... He's like, man, I made this invention for such greater purposes. <laughs> meanwhile, from the front... A flower petal robot. Meanwhile, from the front, you hear from within the bear suit, Rick! How you doing, man? It's phenomenal to see you! Oh my god! <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this sounds... Uh, that that one Nicolas Cage just sounds like a combination of Nicolas Cage and Owen Wilson. I know. Oh, trust Nick, me. Nick, wow. Wow. Well, wait, well, what we what really? I haven't disclosed, Blake, is actually in the second bear costume is Owen Wilson. So you're just like, wow, 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 wow. It's wow. really weird. <laughs> and Rick Moranis takes his spot in between the ring bears <laughs> as they're just both going... Wow, 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 wow. 
Oh, look at, look at how the great their ceremony's going. Wow. Oh, wow, the ceremony. Kachow. Oh. <laughs> Pops out a huge kachow in the middle of the ceremony. No, oh, that's, does anyone have any reason these two should not be wed? Kachow. <laughs> Pops it out there. What, what was that? What was that other one? Oh, wow. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, wait, guys. Wait. I know we have, to, I think our finale is we have to discuss how the bride comes down. But I do want to discuss what happens when he says, is there any reason why these two should not be wed? The bear pulls off his mask. I'm the real Nicolas Cage. Steps on stage. <laughs> this is a fake Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Tosses him away. No, I'm the real Nicolas Cage. And then at this point, the bride pulls out a gun. And it's just like, which one's the real Nicolas Cage? Well, the only way is to have a cage off. Have a cage off. Oh. Let me turn. God. This is amazing. This is this is better than the red wedding, any wedding ever depicted. This is the best wedding ever created. Uh, okay. You don't know what happened during the red wedding, do you? Um because you wouldn't be saying it was the best wedding ever. I just mean like a well-written wedding. I don't mean like everyone <laughs> clearly no one comes out of the red wedding happy. And clearly no one's coming out of this wedding happy because A, Nicolas Cage is going to have to die. <coughs> One of them. Because the secret is they're clones. I want to take his face off. That way but I have the ultimate. I have Cage squared. Twice so, the Cage, but one twice of them the is intensity. Like, <laughs> he's a defective cage clone because a little bit of Owen Wilson got in there. Which one is the defective clone, though? Wait a minute. Uh, no. You just gotta get him to say wow. No, that's why the ba the two bears are there. The two bears mated. The Owen bear and the Nicolas Cage bear mated and they made this abomination of nature. And then the Nick, like, <laughs> but it, it looks just like Nicolas Cage, so therefore she's like, it's Nicolas Cage. And then the bear pulls off his mask and is like, that's not Nicolas Cage. That's Nicholas Wilson. Have him say, wow. Wow. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Wow. Where, where is this gone? Well, Where the fuck are we? All I know is here comes the bride. How does the bride come out? Um... I'm debating on a few different entrances. Okay. It's like WrestleMania. The lights go dark. You hear three gongs. A lightning bolt shoots down. Fire shoots up and she comes out in a black cowboy hat. Surrounded by druids and in a tank. Yes! Tonight on our honeymoon, oh. you will most definitely rest in peace. In the comfort of a Casper mattress. <laughs> the comfort of a Casper mattress. She's also spawns. She's also been spawns by Casper for her wedding. <laughs> Meanwhile, you turn. And I hope you like it. You've been registered at Dollar Shave Club. The husband. You're welcome, the, well, honey. I mean, I guess uh, one of the people in the front row is like, really? They're putting sponsorships into it? And then it goes to the priest, and the priest is just like, hi, baby, you have a go. You got a chick for life? Let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> Taking it all around. That's called a full loop, baby. We did it. We're back. Oh, That's it. All right. We, we've learned so much this week, Blake Tanner. Can you cut it down to just one thing? Oh, God. Listen, I think if there's anything that we've all learned... It's eat your chicken or go to hell! <laughs> and of course I learned, uh, I'm not the real Nicolas Cage, I'm Nicholas Wilson. Wow. It's phenomenal. Uh, so Blake Tanner, we'll see you next Sunday! <laughs> see you next Sunday, bitch! Where can you, uh, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at the pulpit! You can find me at, at pulpits.com! 
also chickfilae.com popeyes.com all the dot coms but you can find me at blake a tanner on twitter.com um you can also find me doing some video game videos um and also just plugging my friends who we all work on this uh channel on youtube together called the darkroom video that's the darkroom v-i-d-y-a great content coming out there okay give it a shot and you can find me at caged animal on twitter because i'm now he's turning into an old man twitter oh god his aging process has been accelerated uh and you can find me on the twitter machine at scotty mo that's s-c-o-t-t-y-e Oh, you can buy my book on Amazon. It's called Queasel Corp, Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. And, of course, check out the Queasel Corp podcast. It's a basically an audiobook podcast, so you can hear the book. If you like it, you buy it. You help me monetarily. It's fantastic. Everybody wins. Uh, if you want to find that and all the other amazing BS Network programs, like uh, Fight Boys, the podcast me and Blake do with our friend Dylan, or Opposite Attractions, the show where me and Jim make our own theme park, or the Quizzle Corp podcast, or all the YouTube shows that we do. We put in a lot of work to make, basically put out a whole lot more stuff than I thought we would be able to. <laughs> so, uh, as evidenced by me multiple times during this podcast, just being like, damn, this is a really good episode of Opposite Attractions. Jim is killing it. Oh, wait. <laughs> um, yeah, all of that's available over on a load of pure BS dot com ladies and gentlemen if you're watching us on youtube make sure to like comment subscribe that way you'll get access to every episode of a load of bs or uh and all of the stuff coming out in future whether that be uh bad examples or scotch talk or all the other shows we do if you are a strict bs fan we do have the load of bs uh playlist you can subscribe to that way you get nothing but bs in your inbox which I know some of you may want. I'd prefer if you just subscribe to the channel. Just saying. Anyways, um, and of course, if you're on iTunes, make sure to rate and subscribe on there as well. Every little bit helps, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, you can find us at a load of pure BS.com. You can buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Subscribe on YouTube. Find us on Facebook. And remember, you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Except no substitutes. And we will see you next week. This episode is in no way affiliated with any uh, chicken chain in America or countries outside of America. Have a good day. Get clucked!